we will decide who comes to this country and the circumstances in which they come. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. The successful candidate was Scott Morrison. It's all about me and him. No, Prime Minister, it's about the Australian people. G'day Australia, welcome one final time to Australia's favourite, oh we're going to have a debate about that in a second, Australia's sausage, favourite sausage About whether it's the final time? Podcast <laughs> on the Australian election, it's G'day Sausages. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. I am at Roddle. And we are joined very specially here in our first crossover episode. By grown-ups. With, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by, by grown-ups. People with from knowledges. Another sausage-based podcast. It's Democracy Sausage. We've got... Mark Kenny. And Maria Tufflugger. So, we will be, if this episode goes into the Democracy Sausage feed, uh, we apologise. All, really sorry, all listeners listen. there, it's not their fault. It's Should our I get the swearing out of the way early, then they can just fast forward through it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's our fault for tainting their brand. They're not. They're, yes. they're, they're adding prestige so to like us. This is like when you put a pork sausage and a chicken sausage on the same hot plate and, yes. can, and they taste the same. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Every, everything ends up all... The, the, and the chicken sausage is the winner and the pork sausage is the loser, yeah. though. It's and diminishing. And the vegetarian sausages are no longer vegetarian. Which no, which one are we in this analogy? Vegetarian? We might be the vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I'm pork. I haven't said that before. Stop it. Back to you. <gasps> okay. One sleep to go, listener. This is coming out on the Friday before the day in which some of you are yet to vote. I th- very many of you. <laughs> not, I don't think. not very many, but... Um, some of us. You should enroll too. I enrolled. <laughs> Good work, good work. Yeah, I did it. I did it. You You'll be ready for, for next time. Yeah. I, I got to say though, there are there are a, a long way non-zero people that turn up uh, with a driver's license and hope to get <laughs> hope, hope to get enrolled at at booths. But, really? but no, no, no. But it is me. Look, look at the photo. It's me. If you aren't enrolled, you can buy a democracy sausage though. I think I think oh, yeah, you, yeah. I think you don't get that refused you. No, no, no. That, you don't have to actually be on the roll to get the sausage. <laughs> That's the truth. But do remember to take your voter ID card. I mean, I've heard that foreigners will show up and buy those sausages, so we should all be very concerned. Oh, well, oh, I think that would be nice. I'd be no, no I'm, I'm very happy. Queensland. I'm very happy with foreigners <laughs> buying our sausages. That well, could I'd be. I'd like to see stronger borders around the sausage table. Oh. So. Uh, that would be a great. We should do that tomorrow. Let's take uh, some portable borders no, no, to certain booths. We'll have Kransky's. Someone will be asking for Kransky's sausages. Democracy Wurst. <laughs> this will not stand. Okay, first thing that I want to talk to is, of course, big news that happened uh, overnight. Uh, former Prime Minister Bob Hawke. Uh, Very former. It became more former, indeed. Did you do a deliberate uh, <laughs> on that? Because I think you did. And I think he would have touched his ear were he not That's wearing true. earphones. Yeah. yeah. Was that a thing? Did yeah. Bob Hawke oh, yeah. touch yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Really? Fuck, we got children on the... Uh, look, look, yeah, look, man. You're not, okay, that's the last thing you're allowed to say about Bob Hawke. You know jack shit. Oh, <laughs> I know that he was a, he was a prime minister from uh, like... The past? 1820 to... 1944. 1944. Yeah. Yeah. He got us through three world wars. He did, he did. He, um, he had a fight with the governor general and, and stuff like that. No, oh, God, why oh, did you push my button He was a former train driver. No, no. no Yep. Finally, it's been recognised in the flesh. (laughs) The youth of today. Okay, Bob Hawke, as 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 noted by a lot of former prime ministers, um, other former prime ministers, and current prime ministers, um, some people calling him Australia's uh, greatest labour leader um, after the war. 
but also uh, one thing that I did like it that, that this was uh, forcing Scott Morrison to spend the last two days of the campaign talking about Labor. So, yeah. oh, well, no, delicious? talking about Labor in a more positive tone than he's. Yeah. he's all he's done is that talk is about <laughs> Labor. That's yeah. not the problem. Um, it's more that having him stand out in the rain and have that clip played over and over again on Sky News of of Morrison having to say nice things about... Did you say he was standing in the rain too? That could he be more perfect. He was standing in the rain with an umbrella. And Q Alanis Morissette. Good. I know. Beautiful. I know. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman came up and kissed him and it all went funny. On the mouth? I, uh, what is <laughs> but look, it was it was a uh, it was a remarkable development right at the death knell of the election campaign. And I don't want to go all poetic about it, but yeah. Bob Hawke came to power in 1983 with the slogan "Bringing Australia Together," and it was pitch perfect for the times. It was a very divided country after the dismissal of the Whitlam government. There'd been the, the Fraser period from uh, from what was it uh, uh, 75 through to 83 yep. yeah. and it was a pretty rancorous period there were a lot of divisions a lot of hangover from that uh, that Willem period there were a lot of things that had gone wrong and hawk had established this you know this character as the great conciliator the mm. great uh, you know the well, guy we had so many strikes yeah. back in those That's days right. do you remember and he used to ride in as the ACTU leader and and, and and sort of solve these things so he had a really big reputation he comes to parliament he's never been a minister a month before the election is called he, he becomes opposition leader, replacing Bill Hayden, and he wins. Well, it was on the on day, the remember? Remember, it was yeah, on the day. Because yeah. Fraser thought he was going to be going up against Hayden. Yes, I, th- yes. I, th- I, th- I th- beyond even the day, wasn't it? It uh, um, Fraser was driving to yeah. Yarralumla. Yeah, and yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, so did I say awesome. call? Well, I mean, it's a month so before the election happened. happened. Right. He yeah. started manoeuvring. Uh, that's right. So, so Fraser thinks he's up against Bill Hayden. Labor switches Uh-oh. national executive. <laughs> yeah, uh, makes the decision that we can win with Hawke. They switch to Hawke. And, uh, of course, Hawk, they have this, as I say, this great slogan, bring Australia together. And it just struck me last night uh, as, I, as I watched all of this and was discussing the legacy of Hawk uh, that he was bringing Australia... You were talking about Morrison, for example, and yeah. what he had to say. Abbott was saying it and, and uh, all kinds of, you know, um, Joe Hockey was out there and lots of people from the other side of politics saying what a great bloke Bob Hawke was. He was bringing Australia together again two days before an election. Yeah. Yes. Pretty yeah. remarkable. Uh, and, and timing, again. I mean, yeah. I, I know I know that these things don't happen that way, but... You don't know that? Look, it has been suggested <laughs> that he actually died about a month ago and Blanche kept oh. it quiet. Oh, really? Well, yeah. kept him in so, sort of a glass, Labor Party. A gla- a glass Bob I coffin? Could, I'm fairly confident the Labor Party is not that organised. He he was at an event. <laughs> which newspaper which, which newspaper was saying that? <laughs> no. I want well, names. This is, this is the, the other interesting thing, and I'm sorry, I've kind of I've got my morning out of my system last night. I was actually quite upset last night surprised myself and um yeah, in your morning at night time yeah. <laughs> yeah so i that means I, you can start drinking now i hope so yeah i hope so yeah. um so now i've been sort of thinking about the the other things and it was sort of like yeah he he knew he was dying apparently like it was and he met sure well he said he wasn't going to go to woodford again yeah. so you know that's the only reason it's got me is death and um, then, so we saw Mitch Shorten on Monday, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And then uh, all these things, and you think, he would have done a postal vote. He would have had it all sorted. Like, you know yeah. that it would have been just right. And and this, this this he couldn't have timed it better. Is you that going to render the whole election invalid, though? I mean, you know, he's voted and he's no longer around. <gasps> no, because oh. I saw that question asked on, <laughs> on Twitter to the AEC, and apparently not. And they said it's okay. Because they were alive at the time. Well, apparently maybe he wasn't. Well, I don't know. I'm making sure. Well, that's bloody good. <laughs> there have been candidates, of course, that have been dead. Yeah. As at election day. Yeah, that's right. And winning? Yeah. 
I like that. Them, I think one of them. Won. One of them did. Yeah, Dutton's been dead for two years. He, he maybe he could win. He, he doesn't look well. Dead inside versus dead outside, very different oh, things. I think the right, AEC right. registers them in a different way. So, yeah. So it's just been very interesting and looking back at actual policy. And last night I watched a clip of, uh, and, and it's really worth finding Malcolm Farnsworth on Twitter. Look up his account. Also um, sign up to his um, Patreon. But it it was ten percent goes to siege. <laughs> it was a clip of Hawke on the night that he'd won the eighty three election, and it was just so calm. And he's sitting at a desk in his suit, and the journalists are sitting there as well. It's, fabulous 70s fashion, and he just talks about what he's going to do. And then he actually answers questions. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. About yeah. policy and things. And it was just very yeah, – and then he spoke t- – really spoke to the people who didn't vote for him. Not like one of these, and I will vote for, you know, I will represent all Australians. I was listening to, yeah. I was listening to John Tasmania. Howard this morning uh, yeah. talking about um, Hawke and Hawke's legacy. And, and John Howard, I think, is a... What is better a, man to do it? Well, well mm-hmm. look, he, he um, understands being Prime Minister in Australia That's quite true. well. And, and I think Howard, Howard is a really good analyst of politics post um, post being Prime Minister. And I think he was saying... He was, <laughs> happens to the best on that. Well, the no, I think he's, he's got a really smart understanding of, of what politics is in Australia. Australia. But I think yeah. the one thing he was saying that was really interesting is that he, he didn't think Hawke was necessarily the uh, greatest parliamentarian he faced. And I think, you know, just listing other prime ministers that Howard would have faced. He had Keating and Whitlam were, were awesome parliamentarians. Well, but Menzies. he said, uh, indeed, ah. indeed. Well, he didn't yeah. face him. But uh, yeah, but um, in his dreams. But he yeah. did say that Hawke was <laughs> special dreams there. Very, very special. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. Sorry, Bobby. sorry, sorry, listener. Sorry, democracy <laughs> sausage listener for that. But. Saying that Hawke had um, an amazing ability, particularly on TV, that that he had an amazing ability to communicate directly through and his personality would come through. Uh, And like you're saying there, he's answering questions and being real and being Mm. genuine in a way that unfortunately most modern politicians, particularly modern leaders, don't seem to be able to get through. The great thing about Hawke, I reckon, the, the real magic of him, apart, you know, everyone talks about he had this fierce intellect, which he quite clearly did, and he had this great sense of humour, which he quite clearly did. But there, he was so authentic. I mean, you know, all yeah. those all yeah. those things you'd see him at events you'd see him at. Yeah, there were warts and all, but you'd you'd see him at all his sporting events, for example. We're, we're so used to politicians these days who are projecting all this. You yeah. know, they're going to yeah. this and they're going yeah. to that and they're being seen at the races, they're being seen at, you know, uh, at, at football grand finals and all and that at, sort of What do you stuff. call this thing? A... Pub is it? Yeah. It's it's pub, Mister Morrison. Pub. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're two different things. Yeah, well, they often not always. Yeah, yeah, not always. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, Hawk just loved all that. I mean, Hawk went to those sporting events. You know, Barry Cassidy tells this great story about the first day that he worked for Hawk, mm. and he got into trouble because. He threw out this bit of paper. It turned out the bit of paper was the form guide which Hawke had spent an hour and a half going through every single race, marking every single uh, bet that he was about to place for that day. And Barry had thought, I'd better tidy up the office here on day one and just threw it away. And Hawke wasn't too happy. But that was the sort of bloke he was, even though he gave up drinking for the whole eight whole years time, that yeah. he was Prime Minister. Good use of Prime Ministerial time. Maybe maybe that is why, um, just to shift topics for a tiny bit here, why Sportsbet paid out yesterday uh, Labor to win. So maybe it was, it was just in time. Before Hawkey died. Before, before Hawkey yeah. died. So maybe Sportsbet was saying, okay, Hawk, here's the, here's the bets you've got on Labor. Yeah. Let's get ahead of this. I got to My favourite Hawk story was before he was Prime Minister, I was a little kid, and whenever the Paul Hogan show came on TV, Paul Hogan used to be on television. Yeah, that his specials would come on and even his kids were like, this is the best thing ever, best thing ever. And so he did this sketch where people were, he was in the future of Australia and they were, he was taking a tour group through the old number 96 
set. Talking about there used to be this famous show, you know, basically sort of iconic status, this old soap opera. And he said, yeah, and this uh, place was first memorialised when then Prime Minister Bob Hawke and the, everyone shat themselves laughing at the idea of Bob Hawke being Prime Minister. And that's my first... Before. Way before. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, years before. And literally, I was with a room full of adults and they were crapping themselves laughing at the mere idea that this maniac yeah, right. would be PM. But you know how, you, how we first came to know about Bill Shorten with um, Beaconsfield? Well, if you can imagine that there were, there were a hell of a lot of strikes back in the 70s, like in the late 70s, and that's because my, my parents had a pub, and so whenever the uh, all that, the uh, liquor workers went on strike, I'd have to work in the pub, mm. and I'd have an upside-down Cooper's crate <laughs> at, so I could stand on it to pour the beers. You know, I was very good at it for a nine-year-old, you know. But um, it was just that, so... Is that legal? I'm just checking. It, well, no, it in is, Adelaide, it it's is. legal. It is. If right. you're if you're the licensee's um, family, it is actually legal. So, <laughs> he, bizarre. Or at, le- or at least was. So different, was, different probably times. different times. Yeah, yeah. different times. But um, so Hawke was always on TV for those intense periods, like we saw Shorten for Beaconsfield. But it used to be like every second week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the rail workers or the, or the, yeah. or the Australia Post or PMG as it was called then. Or yeah, yeah. Whatever. So he was always yeah. riding in and kind of. I remember solving my, my mum telling me that, like, like when I was eight or nine, that that this was a, a thing that he had always been around solving a problem, and that's how he came. And to And he gets politics. all these people in a room. Right. Well, yeah, he ran. He ran in '68 um, in Cario, mm. which he didn't win, of course. Mm. Um, that was when Whitlam was still leader. Uh, and I think he was asked whether or not he'd want to run again. And, of course, he sort of said, nah, nah, I won't do that. I'll go and become head of the ACTU because that way whatever happens to you guys, like whatever, whatever I do will matter. And he was absolutely, yeah. as you say, a fixture of the 1970s. I think my favourite Hawk story is the one where um, – Frank Sinatra insulted the oh, yeah. the unionists who handle the baggage, baggage. That get on the plane. Baggage handlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they just refused to load his bags onto yeah, his right. plane. So he, he was actually stuck in Australia. <laughs> Sinatra was stuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And Hawkey had to come in and save the day, basically. Oh, if we made him apologise. If we're playing favourite Hawk stories, mine was mine was I was in primary school at the time, I think it was nineteen eighty five, so I would have been six. And he came to our school and um, I don't know what was happening, but they dropped lollies from a helicopter on all. So <laughs> and only four children were injured. <laughs> I just thought the concept of that is fantastic. lollies coming from a helicopter. This is great use of prime ministerial resources. It's well, a prequel to snakes in a plane. Under a Labor government. <laughs> I mean, you know. Anything else? You want, do, do you have a, another hawk story? You oh, want we to throw can tell in? millions of them. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, I, I just th- I'm just on the uh, observation about being on strike all the time, which uh, you know when when uh, you know. You had to work in the pub. I mean, it struck me as really odd because the only time I've been on strike is a journo. Uh, that's the only thing we do is we go to the pub. So I don't know what you do <laughs> yeah. when the pub's on strike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that uh-huh. sounds like that's kind of cultural vandalism. It'll fall apart. <laughs> you, just, you just look for a talented nine-year-old to pour you a few schooners. Very talented nine-year-old to work All right. Well, maybe we could get all nine-year-olds filling all the journo jobs. We. That uh, <laughs> look, no, I, I actually think we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that has. I drew a horse. But uh, we'll like, I don't want to move us off the Bob Hawke topic before. Uh, were you going to address uh, the Anything Tony else? Abbott response? Well, well, uh, well. What I wanted to do is uh. is pitch from pivot from uh, Bob Hawke as as memory, but also what does this mean for the campaign? Because this is bizarre timing. I don't think anything like this has happened in previous campaigns to have a big stone thrown in one direction right now at the end of the campaign. And so we've seen reactions yeah. from different people. So Tony Abbott, um, he threw out a press release yesterday that uh, as a former prime minister, oh, washed up prime minister backbencher Tony Abbott. Who cares what he says? Oh God, he's just such a pea brain. He it was just rude. I mean, it was just rude. It just 
It was just Tony. It was just Tony. It was poor. He made it all about himself, poor, which is yeah. kind of his whole deal. Yeah, yeah. 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 he is. Yeah. He is uh, clinging on by his fingernails in Warringah, and I, I think he can't see anything else at the moment. Having said that, look, I'm going to swim against the tide on this one a bit. So I read his statement uh, among a, a bunch of others uh, last night as I was about to, uh, to talk about this, and uh, you know. There was a, there was an element of truth in what he was saying as well. What he was really saying, I think, and he's tried to clarify it a bit today, was yeah. this bloke, he said, you know, he had a, 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 a liberal head and a Labor heart. Now, you know, it, it's probably a bit soon straight after he, this, you know, a death is announced to be sort of making too much in the way of deep analysis. But in the longer run, people will come to conclude that there were things that he and Keating did together in terms of economic transformations that could not have been done by the other side of politics. Just like I don't oh, think, that's right. just yeah. like I don't think Labor could have done the gun reform in the way that Howard did. Yeah, after sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't it, think yeah. that la- I think it took a Labor government to actually drag some of the constituents that were constituencies that were going to have a real problem with the adjustment, trade unions in particular, you know, working people and manufacturing and everything else. It took a Labor government to do that. So that, I think that's what Abbott was saying yeah. when he said. You know, he did some liberal type things. Now, the, the funny thing is, of course, the liberal government that preceded him didn't do much at all. But they didn't yeah. do anything. I, I, this yeah. reminds me very much of after Whitlam's death. Uh, yeah, the Greens. The, the Greens. the Greens came out and and claimed him as the first Greens prime minister. Really, oh. so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, that, is that, so that is tortured. That <laughs> uh, yeah, but 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 you can understand why people would do uh, something like that to say, okay, from a different generation, uh, a prime minister who um, had impact and was beloved by a bunch of people, trying to claim aspects of that towards your own side. It's, I think. Look, I think it's really tasteless. It's way too soon. But further to that, like it sort of obscures the fact that the Liberal Party spent a lot of the eighties opposing a lot of the things that they were trying to do, like the tax on gold, some of the rent stuff. Yeah, they opposed some of the tax reformers at the tax summit. Like, they spent a lot of the assets test. Like, they spent a lot of time saying, these guys are socialists and we don't want this. So it is really kind of disingenuous to sort of um, kind of cling on to to this memory, like, just after it happens. Like, this this one is not about you. Mm. Yeah. Not about you. I don't think he understands anything you just said. No. no, but it's, it was, it uh, it's also oh, no, it's not a word. looking at the the um, the rusted on liberal voters to try and get them with him. They're not going to like that. That's not what nice people do. One does not do that straight yeah, after someone has yeah. died. Yeah, I think that's right, and I think that is actually the problem that Tony Abbott has, particularly in his own electorate, mm. at the moment. Yeah. and we saw that with the same sex marriage survey. He yep. was the number one uh, no campaigner in the country, bar none. You know, he was the most prominent person advocating a no vote. And his electorate voted 75% yep. in favour of yes. I think that is actually why he's in the trouble in Warringah. And 100%. It's, it's like his electors have moved around him. They're, they're, they're still sort of economic liberals. You know, they're still tribally liberal voters. Yep. But they regard their their, uh, their sitting member as this basic this embarrassment. Basically. Mm. It's yeah. anachronism. Yeah, they have a choice now. Like, like they're never going to vote for a Labor candidate. No. They're not going to vote for a Green candidate. This is their this chance their to say... Yeah, we don't want this type yeah, of Yeah, and they feel particularly strongly on climate change. Which yeah. is, yeah. which is interestingly, yeah. Zali Stegel came out two days ago, two days ago, something like that, yeah. and and announced that she would support a, a coalition government. So, in a sense, saying she's to, made it so easy for them to vote for her. Exactly yeah. to like, say really to easy. say I'm gonna I'm I I was uh, uh, pro gay marriage, so I would have voted that way with the rest of the electorate mm-hmm. plus climate change. And then, other than that, you're going to get a normalish sort of person. Did you see what Abbott mm. said? I a think north, it was a it was normalish North Shore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> indeed, indeed. I have good, good Barrister friends, Olympic yeah. skier. With, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's that story. Just like all of us, really. Who can't Maria, write? Maria, thanks. There was Sorry. a story <laughs> in, the, in the paper um, where he'd done like some interview and he's sort of like, well, I don't believe Zali will um, will back in a coalition um, government, you know, because she's all about climate change and Labor have a better climate change policy. I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But it's good to know that his uh, inability to read the room or know what he's going to say next works in every direction. Like, it's a scattergun. It's wonderful. Okay, before I kind of miss him when he's gone. Be- before we shift completely off this, um, thoughts on, on what this does mean to the ca- uh, to the election. Does this give a 1% bump to, to Labor right now? Are there a bunch of people who go in to vote tomorrow and think, well, you know, there's, a, there's uh, fonder thoughts of Hawkey and therefore I'm likely to do that? Or is it something that people can divorce in their minds completely the idea of Labor then and they're voting on the issues today? It could go backwards because he's a great... I was thinking yesterday oh. watching all the Hawkey stuff Reminding me of people who actually have clear, noisy, adamant vision, which I don't see a lot at the moment. Yeah. And I mean, that's a hack. Everyone's saying this about politicians. They've got no vision. They've got no personalities and bravery. Which, which I actually think is a little unfair. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 Platform. But, yeah. but yeah, I, look, my, my view is that the um, it's hard to know exactly, but I, I had the feeling that it's just killed the momentum of the election campaign. Mm-hmm. And to the extent that that momentum might have been going more towards one than the other, there was a sense that perhaps, you know, the coalition was slowly building uh, support through the campaign, if only by scaring the bejesus out of people yeah. you know, about you know, the so-called retiree tax or whatever. Yeah. It, so it, yeah. it really did rob the last couple of, uh, the last 24 hours of the campaign mm, of, of any great focus. And we saw that with, you know, all the newspapers had to redo their front pages. All the, yes, on, on Thursday, the campaign, they both did the set-piece speeches, you know, uh, Morrison at the press club and, and um, Shorten doing his um, men and women of Australia speech, although he did it with women, women and men Women and of men, Australia. yeah. Um, <laughs> so feminist. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, Give it well, a go. Look, I mean, to be, well, fair, <laughs> to be fair, he's got, you know, 50% of his front bench is women, which I is know, a lot more I than know. you can say for the other side. Um, I mean, I think right. it ultimately depends on whether or not soft voters for Labor have, um, are undecided. And it might matter in that case. Mm. I, th- I think that it's if it's going to hurt anyone, it'll hurt the Greens because there might be a few people that are thinking, oh yeah, on the cusp sort of thing, yeah, like, on the cusp eh, sort of yeah. thing. And I'll you know I'll give my first preference vote to the Greens because you know it gives them a bit of money, keeps it all in there, and that sort of thing. But then then the you know the hawky stuff stirs up things, or they remember why they were Labor in the first place. Maybe I don't know. the other thing to yeah. say about it is that if you remember Bob Hawke, you're probably not an undecided voter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, fair call. That's cool. true. Yep. Well, well, my mum uh, this morning, you know, she's very sad that Bob Hawke died, but she's also like, those interest rates, oh, Maria, that was a terrible time. So I don't <laughs> think that <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. I think for some people it's not a great set of memories. Thank yeah. you very much yeah. for doing your mum's voice. That was, that yeah. was awesome. Right, I can do it. <laughs> 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 we're, 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 so they were not sat- so beautiful set of numbers. No, yeah. they were, they were yeah. very unattractive. Indeed. All right, let's uh, let's keep going then. We did mention just before the Shorten Rally and the Scott Morrison Press Club. So these big final set piece events, the pitch to the voters that uh, the air, the oxygen has been taken away from because of um, Hawke's death. Well, look. To be fair, a lot of you know standard undecided voters are going to be tuning into NPR in the no. middle of the afternoon to I, see what's being said. Last two days of the campaign press I club. I was there. You, you were, were there. there. I was there. Yeah. First time ever. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of the decor? <laughs> it's been modernised, I think, in so, 1976. So, so tell us about that and pitch. I'm on the board. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you a grand poopah there or something? Yeah. 
own now chair. what was the question? <laughs> well, tell us about the pitch. Was it, is there it is was, there anything uh, left in this? It or was, God, it was it was the standard stuff that we got through. All, all is this the promise of Australia to Australia? Look, it's you know it was funny. It did have. There was Shorten going to Blacktown Town Hall to sort of relive the it's time moment. There was the Australian yesterday with its it's not time headline, which was. No coincidence. <laughs> and that was pretty much the message that Morrison had. It's uh, not the time for... Yeah, because the, that broadsheet and the Liberal Party have been in lockstep all the way through the election. So He, he uh, did say the economy, though. Apparently that matters. Yeah, he I, did. I he heard a rumor the economy it, it came up at least... Now no, is not the time to put, put all of these things at risk. Mm. Uh, Labor's coming after your money, all that sort of stuff. He did not answer very many questions no. directly. He, for example, completely ducked the uh, question about whether he would reinstate the so-called retiree tax, if it were taken away, taken away, you know, like if, if the dividend imputation for people, credits for people who hadn't paid tax was taken away by Labor Party, would he put it back? And, you know, that's a pretty good question. He didn't answer that one? No. That's, ex- oh. No, you know, he just did the standard thing. I'm in this election to win it. I'm, the premise yeah. of your question is wrong because I intend to win. He was also asked yeah. why it was that he was one of 10 coalition figures who walked out of the, even though he'd, advocated the uh, same-sex marriage survey and stood behind it, that when his electorate voted decisively in favour of uh, making the change, he didn't have the sand to stay in the, in the stay parliament. Stay in the room, he walked mm. out. He walked out. He, he abstained from the vote. And was and his answer, I respect the laws of the land? Yeah, yeah it was along those line. lines. What do you know? Precisely. It, it, yeah. So, you know, it was unedifying in that sense. However, there were no questions at all asked of Bill Shorten at the other event. So okay. I suppose one of them's a press club event, one of them wasn't. Mm. Yeah, and I think that the... the Bill Shorten one was quite um, interesting. I mean, he even had little Patty in the audience who was... Literally the, little Patty? Li- literally what? little Patty. She, she must up, be 140 Will. years this old. This isn't a conversation for you, Will. You can go and what play with your toys Patty? in oh, the corner. Li- like little Patty. <laughs> she's yeah. Big Patty's daughter. Oh, she, she's is she the 140? lead singer of the Divinals. Remember her? Chrissy Amphlett? She's yeah, her auntie. Her. There you go. Doing a lot of remembering here. He, yeah. he doesn't know who the Divinals are either. He doesn't even know who the Divinals are either, does he? Because he's too bloody young. He's seen one. And uh, so she, jacket, was, she was there. And they had this little moment where they said, was anybody else here in 1972? And this old bloke stood up. And I saw Mike Bowers taking lots of snaps. So I'd really like to see some of those those pictures. And it was a very rah-rah, um, you know, Labor yeah. Party. And even even to the point of having short and walk through the crowd like, you know, golf mm. walk through the crowd in '72 in the was he wearing Black a ill-fitting t-shirt? No, he was wearing a shirt and a tie. Because golf in a t-shirt, the, not great. Not a good I, I don't. Th- I don't think short, short in a t-shirt is no. not. No, but it was mercifully short. Yeah. Didn't go on for a long time, which yeah. is very nice. They had a really good welcome to country piece. They do really good. Um, yeah, welcome to country and Indigenous issues before the opening of the events. So I thought. I thought that was interesting, but but. Morrison's just felt, God, it felt like it went on forever. There was at least 40 minutes of just drivel. It was almost like he's just warming up to get to the meet and then it was like, and thank you and good night, you know. Like it so, so what is the promise of Australia? Does anyone know what this well, is? Well, it's for all Australians. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We, we talked about I think the foreign it's back on. Yeah. I think you get a poster of a Commodore. Yeah, okay. Um, oh. Everyone gets a sheep station. I think we're going that far back. No. <laughs> a sheep station and a dingo. Oh, well, that's like 1812. <laughs> yeah, 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 but you've got to go and clear the land yourself and that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. don't, yeah. No. Mark, you know what the promise of Australia is, well, don't you? I'm just glad we invented the stump jump plough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, it is a pretty diffuse concept. This is what annoys. Concept. This is what annoys you about. It's very uh, kind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the brand destroyed. Um, 
this is what worries you about election campaigns. This is why people are, have such a sort of love hate relationship with them because it's it's mostly this kind of blather, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. kind of things that aren't really nailed down. They're sort of um, you know kind of floating around values and all that. I mean, there is a fair bit of policy detail in this election camp in this election race. You know, yep. like the choice for voters is reasonably clear. It's, it is quite but, stark, yeah. But the campaigns themselves have both been extremely risk averse. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not If good. you look at those debates, they've been dreadful mm. to yeah. watch, really. Mm. I know that there's been a fair bit of positivity. Oh, you know, Bill Shorten did okay. And he, he supposedly won all three of them. I thought he lost no. the first one, but, but um, the, the, the people in the room gave it to him. I think it was 18 to uh, 25 to 12. Wasn't that in part, though, people were surprised that he actually kind of did okay. I feel like the bar was set very low for his you performance expectations. That. I agree, yeah. you are wondering yeah. that because there was this sort of sense that, you know, he's, he's a, he, he doesn't he doesn't he's a bit of a bumbler or whatever yeah, when yeah. it comes to these things and uh, you know I don't know. I think it's fairly, just sorry. Yeah. sorry. No, you go. I think it's extraordinary that you know that the promise for Australia thing that came out on the Sunday at the Mother's Day launch. Mm. Yeah. He's had a whole week and he can't articulate what that actually Means it's just sort of like oh well it's our it's our agenda it's it's, it's after the where the bloody hell are you ad, yeah, yeah, the yeah. next one was the promise of Australia oh ad but we, did, we didn't we the, couldn't make that, that. he was fired the link <laughs> ah, and the reason you sense. don't understand is because you're not having a go so you don't get a go right <laughs> That's okay a very good okay yeah. but I think it does sort of it sort of it really does hang a lantern on the fact that the um, that the coalition doesn't really like know what it wants to do for the next three years yeah. and it doesn't want to talk about what it has done. So they're caught in the perpetual present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right they can't now. talk I mean, about let's, the let's, past let's be, either. Yeah, no, they can't. They, they, they can't they talk start. about that. They've got yeah, no, no, no. You Which is an odd situation economy. when you're running on your record, isn't it? I mean, when it you, is, when isn't you're it? actually <laughs> saying more of the when same. When you're the incumbent. You're advocating more of the same without saying what the same what is. The same is. Yeah, yeah, it's worse than a democracy sausage that's been left there overnight. I mean, it involves... It's all bread. It involves, I mean, you think about it. You've Soggy had women breath. walking away yeah. in disgust. You've had uh, Section 44 problems. You've had a Prime Minister torn down. You've had an, a, a, an unedifying battle over energy policy mm-hmm. resulting in a policy going to the party room twice and then not being put to the parliament. Uh, you've, you've ended up going to an election with no policy in that area. Uh, essentially, y- your whole climate change policy is regarded broadly as a joke. And yet you're saying, look, uh, stick with us, we're doing a good job. And and whole segments of your your cabinet are shown as out of touch with the same-sex marriage. Uh, if they're like showing themselves at all. The ones yeah. that are left. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's the other part. Like, still, his people are invisible. Now, the we will come thing, to... Yeah. I was, yeah. was just going to say, the other thing that happened on um, Wednesday was that the coalition released their costings, and that was after uh, the press club. So there couldn't be any questions asked about that. Okay. And then it was really hard. Like you have a look through and think, okay, well, you only released a budget on the 2nd of April and you called the election on the 11th of April. So there's like what, what's, hap- what's happened in those nine days? Where are the things? And there were big chunks of money that weren't – that I, I, I'm not an expert in this, but I couldn't see. Like the East West Connect stuff in Melbourne, which he made a big thing about while the law – you know, mm. the launch. was not in there? No. Well, that's often the way with these infrastructure projects. You know, they're, they're, they're either off book or they're so far, there's no money allocated in each of the financial right. years and the forward estimates because yeah. that's all the planning stage or whatever. So there's endless smoke <coughs> and mirrors going on. With oh, right. But, but you'd kind of think you'd push it up the front if if that's what you'd just announced. Not, not if you don't want people to see it. <laughs> not if it's going to blow your whole budget line, which is what you're Right, they're going for surplus, so remember? Basically, yeah. you want the credit uh, for the uh, announcement and the exactly. payment for it will happen later on. I mean, it's 
pretty standard sort of practice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just so weird that the opposition put their costings out before the government. But then I guess, you know, the government has sort of been running. But they, didn't, they didn't get assassinated yeah. for that, though. Like I, well, I, it's I, because I, of the PBO, right? You finally have people yeah, who actually good. have government figures to um, to do these costings, and it has saved us all from the excruciating crap of, um, you know, an eminent persons panel or an accounting firm. Like an accounting firm yeah. cannot properly cost <laughs> other no. parties policies. All they can do is make sure that the staffer that added them up can add. That's it. <laughs> that's all they can. That's do. better than nothing. What, what I hope happens is it. Is it really? <laughs> oh, that's what, another job for the nine-year-olds, maybe. But that's, it, it's I like, believe in peer review. It's like at the end do of you? the National Press Club no. debate when they had that, and and Sabra Lane said, "Well, will you will you agree to uh, like a commission for debates during elections or whatever?" And they both said yes. And I, and I thought, well, look, that'd be lovely. Um, we've still got to work on the quality, but maybe we could get some decent structure around it yeah, and get yeah. some sort of independence or. Something. Just, just like you know, we want to improve uh, Parliament so it's better for you know independents and small parties to contribute. Yeah, we want to make everything fair and nice. I say this every time. I am so cynical. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Listen to you. Being at the press club, yeah. we every election we spend vast amounts of energy trying to get the parties to come to these debates, and the, the, traditionally they they have the debate quite early, like on the first Sunday mm. of yep. the first week. Campaign with a with a view to uh, you know essentially getting it done yep, before get out too of much way. is known, yep. mm. and these are in the days when campaigns tend to be more and more backloaded. We, we now because so many people are voting early, we got to uh, front load a bit. Yeah, yeah, they're doing a bit. And, and if bit people are going to die in the last two days, I mean, you want to well, you want to got to plan for that. You, you got to have a contingency. <laughs> All of those plan, people that have voted already and they're thinking, oh damn. <laughs> Yeah, I might have changed my vote. Um, sorry, Maria. Sorry. Yeah, but it's just a nightmare getting these uh, these um, these debates together because the parties in election campaigns, the parties look to every you know their whole uh, frame of reference is risk. It's yep. about mm. making sure things don't go wrong, and mm. any, these sorts of events are, are moments when things can go wrong. That's why I say they mostly go into these debates with a view to not losing, yeah, yep. or at yeah. least yeah. not yep. losing in a yep. way that's going to translate into any significant. Number and is not having a go. All yeah, right. that's right. So I mean, seriously, go, yeah, yeah, grow a pair of whatever your object of choice is, and stand up and say something. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to do we're going to do a wrap up in a little bit, but there's a few little bits and pieces that I do want, that I want to throw onto the barbecue mm-hmm. uh, to keep going. Uh, first of all, um, I said before that Sportsbet has paid out um, for Labor Party already uh, to win the election. So, what's uh, the logic? I find that so hard. To my my, my uh, belief is they. Oh. Well, my belief is that. Um, the, they believe that in, it stacks up their way that they're not going to lose. So there's one side there, but then it gets some awesome press yep. and people can throw more bets on. A, a friend of mine literally uh, texted showing showing she had quite a few bets on there, not, ju- <laughs> not judging, it's all good. Um, and she said, sweet, I can put these back on for other bets right now. One of the ones she was looking at was who's going to post a picture of themselves t- um, eating a s- democracy sausage um, on First. Instagram. So First. First, yes, first. yes. First. and it was just between Shorten Short and Morrison. Um, so, anyone want to guess who's going to who, what the odds were slightly shorter for? Well, well Shorten does Whoever the morning run, right? You know, yeah. So, so. Uh, Maybe, ah, so interesting. Maybe because well, you could make some money running. here. Yeah. Well, you know, that might be it. Scomo, Scomo was a dollar eighty-one, and Shorten was a dollar eighty-five. So it's not much in yeah. it. I don't, I don't and think and there's the been. I don't think there's been a lot Finally of traffic. Finally, the critical questions of this campaign. How much do those sausages cost? I think surely they're the same as Bunnings, two dollars fifty. Right, that's that is the established so if you get price. It for I think I think you can this tell I understand odds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get it for a dollar eighty-one. Well, yeah, then a, you can get a sausage bucket. for that. Look, look, I think I think that is Australia's standard price for um. Uh, is it really? Bread. Is that with or without onions? 
Two, same. You always get same. onions. Yeah, uh, onions. Onions, onions are free. free. It's included. Do you, yeah. do you, Where do you, do you shop? Oh, Randa. Do you have to pay extra for bread that yes. doesn't break when you bend it? You know, it's actually made today. You can't. You can't. Oh, you, no, can't, you can't. You can't get that. No, you got to have stale bread. If it's not stale, what do you need the sauce for? Yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I um, went on Twitter because I just went, I don't understand why Sports Better would do this. So I sent a message to to my, um, as I told him, he is my number one consultant on betting, um, Jack the Insider, who writes for The Australian. The gambling <laughs> addict? He, just, he writes oh. really good com- columns on, on what the betting odds are and things and that. He's got this lovely turn of phrase and I quite enjoy that. And he just basically said, marketing, it's marketing. <laughs> this, yeah. is cheap, cheap, this is cheap marketing. Do you mean them. Will guessed yeah. that all on his own? Oh, yeah, I did. Good job, did. man. Oh, man that's yeah. Good. yeah. So you got one Shows it must be a fairly small market, though, because if you're paying out yeah. and, and it turns out to be wrong. Yeah, I don't th- – well, there was that million-dollar bet. Um, so I don't know if there were Someone many. made – yeah. Malcolm it? Turnbull, uh, we're all assuming. We're all assuming it was Malcolm Let, Turnbull. Let's not forget <laughs> the, the oodles of side <laughs> bets, seat-by-seat seat <laughs> bets. They're churning so much cash. Oh, there's massive seat-by-seat seat bets. Seat bets. But it's also very yeah. easy. It's very yeah. easy for them. It's all done on the computers these days. Uh, oh, um, them adding machines. Siege, just to throw yeah. in here, I know you have been looking at the other Democracy Sausage website, so not a podcast. It's um, – Actually about sausages? Who we spoke to a few, oh, few yes, weeks earlier. the map. Um, so remember to check where you can vote. And and which school PNCs are have sausages on? I believe my own primary school. Your own um, primary school doth not, but doth it, but not it will as yet. What? Maybe they haven't filled their permits out. Maybe yet. not. Um, so democracysausages.org. So you can go on there, put in um, your location. It will pop up and it will tell you whether there's coffee available and handicrafts and sausages and what it's for and what the money is going towards and who's running it and all those things. So I thought, oh, that's very interesting. Catherine on Twitter sent me a copy of a form. She said, yeah, this is what you have to do to actually get a stall there. So the AEC oh. have to approve that you can have the stall. I thought it would be the school piece. What? The, the school, school asked the AEC, even though the AEC is holding their election in I feel school. like this is meddling. I think this, this I'm is also going to say, it, there's the AEC saying we won't have enough people to count all these pre-polls. Yeah, and stop got making fill out fucking forms to <laughs> sell sausages, sausages on school grounds. So you have to have your sausage permit form to hold it. So that's the AEC form, and then you need a street traders form. Then you need a food handling agreement, like that oh. you can know how to do that. Is then there there's test? the local um, laws permit, and then you have to pay forty two bucks as well. So I'd really like to thank Catherine for passing that on because I had no idea. <laughs> how many forms is it? It's like five forms. Is it? It's about yeah. four. Forms. There's a lot of stakeholders in the barbecue business. Oh, there I is. see what you there's did there. Oh. I see what you well did. Well done. Bing. But seriously, <laughs> go along, buy your sausage, get your sausage. It is probably the only thing that is actually unique about Australian politics. Yeah. Eat, well, early, they, they eat early, eat early, eat often. Yeah. That's right, exactly. Vote once. Yeah. yeah. And uh, perhaps sure? even vote yeah. with the sausage. Can you do that? that? Has been done. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, let's keep going with some other things. I've got. Um, I noticed earlier in the week, Pauline Hanson has accused Fraser Anning of being both a racist <laughs> and attempting to be another Pauline Hanson. So, yes. uh, as was said on Twitter, ooh, self burn. That's a <laughs> that's a rare one. Yeah, it's a competitive yeah. business. It's it is. One racism. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's it very is. tricky a at that crowded end of the market. You well, know? I've, yeah. I've been looking at the Queensland Senate vote, and and there oh. are a lot of people at that end of the spectrum there. So really, in Queensland. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, and this and this is the perfect chance to to plug Smart Vote, which is um, oh yes. yes, which is being run by the ANU. If you if you're still unsure about who to vote for and which candidates and which candidates might be crazy, mm. you can see what they actually think about um, a whole bunch of policy questions, and it'll match you based on it. your. So it can tell you how crazy you are as well. But it yeah. will match yeah. you to the actual candidates and the actual yeah. candidates. The actual candidates. So my I think Barnaby Joyce should use it. I really. So, <laughs> so I think it's more sophisticated than Vote Compass. It is. Right. It is. Excellent. Excellent. I actually, um, I've seen these things going before and I, I always jump in and have a go just to see what sorts of questions yeah, yeah. are being asked and where, where I stack up. But I'm, I'm always interested. People actually do use these to determine their vote. They it is a, be- well, a better no. tool than most, I've got to say. Better it's, than going, I don't like his it's, tie. It's yeah. pretty yeah. good because, um, and I've got, yeah, as, as you know, I've got lots of ne- um, nieces and nephews in that um uh, 20s, early 20s age group and that and they're now really thinking about where they want to vote and all yeah. these sorts of things. So we've got a deal that um, they will ask me any questions and I give them the non-partisan version so they can make up their mind. Bullshit. No, no I do. I do. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sure you do. And, and then, Bullshit. And <laughs> but they've, so they usually, they've been on, one of them sent me his little screen of um, Vote Compass, which was oh, just yeah. adorable. And yeah. he said, but I'm still confused because it's not really one or the other and I send him over to yours. And yeah, yeah the smart spider. Smart, yeah, and yeah. so I said that will actually give you names of people, and you can work it out from there. Nice. It was it was so heartening when my, my husband did it, and uh, and he got to the the bit where it'll actually like map you out on a on a grid, and I think it's got uh, eight different um, left right sort of uh, preferences, and he was just like, oh my god, this is cool. And then I had some other friends who discovered political parties that they didn't know existed that um, that matched their preferences. So if you really Perfect. don't know how to vote yeah. in 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 the Senate in particular. Go and go and do it. Smart yeah. Vote Australia. Yeah. Is that is that the website? Actually, the Smart Vote Australia will get you there. Yeah, that'll or, get you there. Or you can get to it through the <laughs> old Fairfax newspapers, which are our media partner. Yeah, virtually. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, Vote Compass. If you turn on the ABC, there's a promo for Vote Compass about every six or eight minutes. Right. It seems to me right through this. We, our, our, it's a crowded our market. Smart Vote's um, uh, advertising budget has just been. You've just well, we've just done it now. Yeah, we've just done it. Sweet. All of these. We're going to leave now. We don't. We don't have. Yeah. Yeah. I've got nothing yeah. else yeah, to contribute. Right. So, yeah. Just wait till I print out the invoice and off you go. When you were saying about Pauline Hanson and the racist comments and that, did you did you see that printer who refused to print um, Fraser Anning's material because oh, he was that, a that was an office work. Yeah, it was, yeah, was an Office yeah. Works that said, "No, nah, we're not printing your stuff." That's <laughs> a big call by Office Got Works. Jump, oh, yeah. and I reckon that you know, I was going to buy my paper at Coles next time, but no, I'm no, going no, to no. Office Works. Now. Go and get stuff you don't even need from them now. I do yeah. that anyway. <laughs> I've got a bit of a problem. I love stationery. Stationery and hardware. Oh, oh, really? I oh. feel very, very ambivalent about stationery. Hardware really? is good. Oh, really? <laughs> but they all are so full of potential. That's I true, know. exactly. Yeah. That novel's waiting to come out. Sorry, William. Yes. Yeah, yeah, will indeed. You like indeed. <laughs> look, I'm, I, it's very hard to tear me away from a hardware conversation, but I, I will do it. What's your favourite um, hammer brand? My fa- uh, oh, yeah, Well, yeah. Not that hard to tear him away from. No, look, Trojan make a, make a good hammer. They also make... Get him onto cordless drills. Cordless, cordless drills, I'm a default guy. Yeah. So, oh, but really? I, yeah. 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 <laughs> Today on hitting shit with hammers. Uh, well, that's Kerry, our next podcast. let's let's go to Kerry Ann Kenley. Um, Rod, you told me she lost her shit. What what was that about? Didn't she say it's basically going to be the end of Australian life as we know It'd it if you vote for Labor? Life as we know it, if oh. Bill Shorten wins on okay. air. I don't think she knew well, they pushed record. In fairness, what does she know that we don't? Huh? Very little. Yeah. She's been through time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I go. Yeah, you've just lost it, lady. Like that's. Stop bleaching your hair; it's sinking in. Oh. Well, this would be. You don't have to take it internally. <laughs> you know, this is what morning television. Uh, yeah. There are probably I don't know what the ratings are, but hundreds of listeners, yeah, watchers. Be, well, there'd be nearly as many as listening to us right now. 
Yeah. I would, uh, <laughs> although yeah, not quite as, as highly educated, but mm. nonetheless. Uh, no, look, I, I, when I saw it, I saw it on Twitter and I thought that is just completely bizarre. I mean, it was, yeah. it was a rant, uh, a partisan rant from someone who, whose grip on the facts was... Uh, pretty loose. Pretty tenuous. Yeah, she, she clearly didn't understand any of the policies she was mm. talking about. I, I didn't see the whole thing. This? Did she actually make any specific claim? I didn't oh, see I the whole... Attached to the... Uh, the uh, uh, tax. Yeah, tax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh well, yeah. what she called oh, was the tax. I won't get my free rebate. I won't get my free rebate. Yeah. She must be starved of cash, though, given her industry and the, the, time but, in but it. But it's kind of like you want them... When these people go on these ranch, you're sort of like, well, hold, the, hold them to it because Alan Jones has promised... <laughs> like, he said he will stop all his broadcasting if what? Labor win, and I'm like... No oh way. God. Oh, God, I'd vote for that. Oh. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> we he, get, we he get both? actually <laughs> said that. You mean we can get... <laughs> How am I going to understand science through the power of rice? I watched uh, a bit of that call. the other day. Wait, 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 what? How do I not? But this is great. Tell it me was, more. It was oh. he, he, he and Credlin the other night. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. He got her to, to tip out a, was it 3.5 kilos of sunrise into a bowl? And uh-huh. as she was doing this in a sort of lovely kind of um, wheel of fortune Butch. kind of way, uh, there's the rice uh, fell into a, in a, a, a bowl that wasn't even clear, so you couldn't even see the bowl fill up. But anyway. Yeah, they'd, they'd spend a lot of time uh, yeah. Thought it through, <laughs> and um, and um, and he's sort of talking about climate change. Basically, he's using the the rice as a metaphor for the heat. Um, yeah, or carbon, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, then she finally, rice. yeah, and then she finally, that was white rice. <laughs> and then sunrise, everyone, buy Australian rice. Um, um, and, and, and yeah. you know, she finally well, finishes. Thank you for it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Another issue. Um, the, uh, she finishes pouring out all the rice and then and then Jones um, sort of says, um, oh, yes, and so ah, to represent okay. the amount oh, yeah. of carbon that Australia contributes, uh. he pulled out one grain of rice and put it on the table and then basically kept trying to direct the, the cameraman to do a close-up on uh. the which of course uh, never uh, happened. So, so Alan Jones, when he's finally in his dementia ward, is just going to be going, it's all about the rice. It's all about he's the in, rice. He's in his dementia ward. It's just a Sky Studio. Uh, oh, he gets li- yeah, he gets broadcast. <laughs> gets broadcast. What a reality show that would be. It it's was so interesting though. Uh, it, this it happened is. in the same week. Charlie Pickering absolutely dismantled yeah. this and, and, and it was very funny. But <laughs> it was so interesting when you think about it. We were talking about Bob Hawke before, someone who actually had a very big view of Australia and a big view of what yeah. Australia could do in the world. Uh. And we got this clown saying... This you we know, are well, a grain well, of rice in minimizing Australia. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're nothing. We can't do yeah. anything. Yeah. We, we, we can't make in much of an impact. So let's not do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah which is disgusting. A good approach, listener. If you do want to um, demonstrate science uh, in different ways, you could come and join the Shellquesticon Science uh, Circus or the Master of Science Communication Outreach here. Or listen to the Wholesome Show yeah. because you'll learn so much. There you'll you learn go. Learn you'll so learn much. lots of science, but not not with rice. I don't think we've done anything about rice yet. Or a lot of learning. Get onto it. Well, we did. I learned about poo the other day from the toilet episode that was a good one and the pacific garbage patch that's what we did later uh, I, I learned from that it was horrible uh speaking <laughs> of horror speaking of horrible um we've had uh, two guys from rwanda um uh, approved on refugee <laughs> cj did you want to tell us about oh that? no no i just thought it was it was really um interesting because this story sort of broke in the morning of um morrison being at the national press club and i was kind of waiting for it to be the first question, and it wasn't. I don't know why. Um, and ask Mark. I blame Mark. <laughs> no, no, Mark. no. It was I fine. Didn't get a question. He didn't oh. get a question. No, the, the, the last questions question was get some rank long hop inviting. Uh, yeah. the Morrison to tell to us what tell nineteen year olds why they should. Oh, that was oh, no. that, what a response. I'm getting to that. What a response. But, um, Are you going to read the whole thing? Yeah, I'm going to read the whole <laughs> thing. Uh, so parents love that. The, the, the apparently, um, there two two ch- chaps from Rwanda who had been in prison in the United States, and part of the deal that 
Morrison had done... No, sorry, that um, Turnbull had done with Obama to, for them to take some of our refugees of Manus Island was uh-huh. we take these two blokes. Oh, okay. Um, Listen, if you take a couple of murderers, it's cool. Axe murderers, you know. Machetes. Machetes, machetes. literally. And so the question, so Mandrew Probrin from the ABC asked a question first about it, saying, well, how do we know these people are fine? And and Morrison's answer was, well, everyone has to go through the character test and the um, fit fit and proper person or whatever it is test. And you're like, okay, so that's fairly light. And then there were a couple more fluffy, you know, fluffer questions. And um, then then there was, uh, and then David Spears got up and pushed it again. So I was quite, I thought that was good, but we didn't get any further with it, but it was just well, a... it was pretty obvious that Morrison didn't really know, Yeah, either didn't know the enough details about it or, or just knew that this was a net negative. We just knew it was bad, yeah. but also he, he has that, um, I just feel, if they had arrived in boats, we would ne- not be hearing the end of it at the moment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If this had been on the other side, if you, if it was a different party in power, then this mm. would have been uh, evidence that uh, the, the whole system was unravelling and yep. that uh, or, we were or, now or medivac. the worst criminals in the world. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because on the Medivac thing, which only happened, let's let's face it, it was only a matter of weeks ago weeks that we had ago. the whole Medivac discussion. A and thousand this, people yeah, were coming. And that Labor's plan was going to be importing people who were basically criminals, rapists, murderers, uh, child molesters. Yep. And as a consequence, your children won't be able to get dental work or something, yeah, wasn't that? Well, that was that was possibly one of the uh, and and a whole range of other things. Yeah. Housing was going to be impossible. Oh yeah, mean, yeah, you know, there's a whole yeah. lot of things. But but here we have now a revelation that in fact two people who were so odious that the American prosecutors pressed for the death penalty, death penalty. and has had them incarcerated for the last fifteen years in a kind of a legal limbo because the evidentiary trail was unreliable and they yeah. couldn't secure that prosecution so they've just held them in immigration detention for something like 15 years and then when that 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 deal that um people swap deal was done uh we, the americans gave us two of these people so to be fair 15 years in detention you're probably ready for a bit of a holiday somewhere somewhere nice and sunny well, and they're not and the, the we do know subsequently that they are they're not in detention here no. they are oh in, okay yeah. they, they may be running in this election i don't <laughs> yeah, probably up in Queensland. Uh, Queensland, Go yeah. Queensland for Fraser Anning. What's the bet? Clive Palmer, come no, on. No, in fairness to Fraser Anning's policies, he Why? probably he probably is against them. I like, definitely for think for a variety of reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think it's much more like Clive Palmer flashed up in the Palmer party. Palmer because party. I, Cause I, they don't I, have the four hundred thousand dollars to jump ship at the end if exactly, they get voted in. Exactly. And when I opened the page two and three of just about every That's newspaper it. in the country uh, for the last few days, and you just see all these tiny yellow. yeah, all this yellow and all these tiny pictures of all these. Strange people have decided yep. to sign yep. up. Yeah. The party that has literally no policies. Oh, they've yeah. got four. It has no, a they, massive. He tweeted them. They got four dot points. Four yeah. dot points. They oh, came yeah. out in a tweet. It's something about uh, tax zones, something like that. It's, yeah, but no make Australia great. No as as, as has been said many times, make Australia great, not again. Yeah. We're just, yeah. we're just yeah, doing no, it for the exactly. first time. No, I, uh, one of my favourite ads, which I think sums up his campaign, went something like this $55,000 million for NBN, nothing for your animals. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, which animals? And I, 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 your, I don't vote on animal. my animals yeah. getting getting ref- What do they get? Yeah. A tax break? They're called or children, dude. Really you don't have animals. Should. You have children. Your yeah. dogs could get a tax break. They can. Uh, have they get their, all that tax they'd already paid pre-Frank. <laughs> Speaking of people getting lots and lots of money, the, the electors of Karangamite. Oh, that's uh, it. yes, I was going to. Um, Karangimiti. Uh, uh, Henderson seat for the lips. Very, you know. Wibbly wobbly because of redistricting and margin shifting and mm. stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> that apparently they're getting like um, twenty six 
$1,000 worth of pork barrelling per elector. Oh, <laughs> what? That is, that is a lot. $26,500, sorry. I but it doesn't go to their bank accounts. It just doesn't goes go to their, their bank accounts. No. Um, that would uh, do it, though. That would do it. Uh, that would secure the seat. That would, yeah, yeah, that would yeah. secure it. And this but you, well, you, got to, you hang out to be the last person that pushes it over the line because the first person, they'll, they'll change vote for a dollar, then the, the rate goes up. So That's true, so yeah. Was, I'm sure there's some mathematical theorem. <laughs> I think it's just addition. Yeah. In this instance, yeah. Stuart on Twitter sent me a message saying, well, I've got at least $26,000 worth of um, material from them in uh, letters and robocalls oh, uh, God. as well. Oh, he said it's just like absolutely resentless. Uh, re- Relentless and yeah. and Kuyong apparently you know I said they were doing it like every day Kuyong has yeah. massively stepped it up in the last week. Yeah, I, I, that's I've a twelve percent seat, and, they, and and if you talk to people inside the Liberal Party, they, they, they admit they're they think they're safe in Kuyong, they but they're a little bit nervous. They're a little mm. bit nervous because also um, uh, the Yates and Burnside campaigns have put out a little video that shows what happens with the preferences. So this is how you do it. Vote strategic. So their thing is they're appealing to like the intellect of Kuyong and saying vote strategically because if you vote this way, Josh will get in. And if you and they actually say Josh, Josh will get in. Josh and, and if you um, vote this way, then either Burnside or Yates will get in. Yeah. Oh. Very interesting. Mm. I, I, I got to say, I, I don't get a lot of election material. I think uh, um, the seat that... Um, Doesn't get into the bubble, really. Yeah, it doesn't no. get into the bubble, but I did, but I did get an, uh, an, a nice one, a not very nice one actually. Um, not, it didn't appeal oh, to me very one. much. Yeah. It was quite, it was a, it was a um, Australian Conservatives or something like that. Um, it was very oh. much uh, ranking different parties. What on did a, you on learn? A bunch of very conservative sorts of issues. So it didn't appeal to me too much. But the one thing that interested me is I looked through and it ranks, you know, Labor, Greens, uh, Libs, and then had um, the, the Australian Conservatives or um, so Cory Bernardi's party. Uh, I can't technically vote for what they wanted to. So it's terrible targeting there. It's like. Like the, I looked on my Senate ba- ballot paper, I looked on my local Senate. ballot paper, and I can't do that. So you've, you've literally wasted whatever dollar it was to put I'm getting some of those. I'm getting a lot of stuff for Bean, and I don't think they realise I'm not in Bean. Are you on the cusp? No. No, they've moved. Called cusp? moved it, haven't they? <laughs> All right. Um, what I'd like to do is two things. One, I, I want to go around and get a prediction from each of you so that we can hang people, hang oh, people up. Well. And then I want to do wrap-ups. So. so one of the ways that we might find out earlier is depending on... I didn't look up what time the game was. Um, I saw on Sky News, this is what I do for you listeners, I watch Sky News so you don't have to. Um, but what if I want to? <laughs> you don't. Uh, and um, they reckon that there's some correlation between the Sydney Swans winning when they play on election day and Labor getting in. Okay, so correlation means there's a couple of data points and I'm guessing there's know. piss all data points on there. I don't know. It's a really nice line though. Yeah. It's, a ni- it's a nice points. line. Yeah, we got anyway. both of them. We got yeah, exactly. both points. Why haven't we had an octopus predicting this We've election? had a crocodile, mate. A crocodile. Where the hell have you been? You, no, he means us having an octopus oh, in the studio. Oh, us having an octopus yeah. in the studio. Yeah. Hang on, I'll be back. I'll just crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so the Swans are 16th on the ladder and they're playing North Melbourne this weekend who are 17th on the ladder. So it's a bit of a so it's just like the uh, who's going to eat the first sausage on Instagram. Pretty really. much. So, so is that is that a prediction for something? I don't know. I yes. don't know. Go Crows. That's all I've got to all say. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk to some serious people for a second. Maria, do you, where, where do you reckon the, the election's going to end up? Let's just go Lower House. Oh, okay. Lower House. Give us a number uh, of seats. I, I think... Oh, this, is, this is hard. I do, I do think Labor will win narrowly. I think they'll win by like three, three mm-hmm. four okay. seats. Okay, cool. 
Okay, I'm going to say Labor 78 seats, Coalition 67 with six independents and of those six independents there'll be a couple of surprises. Four of them who are there already will be there but there may be two new ones. I don't think Phelps will survive but I think Stegall, Zali Stegall might win in Warringah and I think there might be a second Greens out of Victoria, that being Higgins. Oh, very interesting. It's pr- doubly interesting because that is literally what I was going to say. <laughs> Same. Oh, I know. I've actually got it written down. I'm looking at going, hang on. Did you look at my bit of paper? I've got it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Ten uh, independents, most of them Nazis. We're going to have to deal with them for the next three years. That's the Senate one. <laughs> yeah, set, Nazis in the Senate. Yeah, they well, you yeah, don't think we're no, going to get Nazis in the reps? I reckon there'll be no. seven. I reckon there'll be seven independents, and I've got like uh, Warringah and the Mallee and Cowper. Where's the Mallee? In a, in a, shut up. Have you, I don't think they'll win Cowper, and I don't think they'll. I think I think Indi will go back to Indi will go back to the Libs. I think, I think Wentworth yeah. will go back to the Libs. Yeah, yeah. and, and Cowper, I'd, I'd be surprised if Oakshot. That off. Okay, yeah. that would be interesting. This Who's running in the Mallee? Oh, this bloke called Ray. Um, uh, that they've got. There's like eleven candidates, and the way they're all going to feed, I think, is going to be. Uh, and we've really we've historically not known where the Mallee is. I made a mistake. Perth, right? I made a mistake on the first episode. Right, right, right. The seat of the guy that had the affair. Yes. Yeah. You have to narrow that down. In Hong Kong. Yeah. The sugar daddy one. He had the affair with James Bond. He knows how to say g'day. Oh, that's true. His whole seat had incorrect boundaries. Yeah. You should have him on here. Well, th- th- and he didn't even seal the deal, which I think is yeah, exactly. <laughs> which I've always thought that was a str- not quite an injustice because he deserved it, but you know, yeah, it's kind of like mate, you went for it. the other thing that I, I reckon Adelaide is actually an interesting seat um, yeah, for the for the Greens. Gone, yeah. Have you looked at it? No, yeah, no, no, I was no, just going to yeah. say you don't often hear people say Adelaide is quite <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but it's um, it is it, it has it's changed. Its demographics change quite a bit. They've changed the boundaries, and because they've uh, Port Adelaide's gone, and uh, Mark Butler's moved into Highmarsh, and they're trying to put Steve Georgianis into Adelaide. I don't think that's going to go so well because Kate Ellis has left, and Barbara Pocock is running for the Greens, and she's fairly well known in Adelaide. And that, so that, I think Adelaide's kind of interesting for the Greens, but I also agree about Higgins. And you're from Adelaide. And I'm from Adelaide. Yeah. And, um, and I... Barbara was from. Yeah, she's running for the Greens. And um, I think Labor will lose Lindsay, Herbert, uh, definitely, and possibly a couple of others. But I just I've want Dutton others. and Abbott to lose, and then we the rest of it, it doesn't matter. Someone sent me a message on Twitter. It's going to make me so happy. Twitter saying they bought three bottles of champagne, one for, one for when Dutton loses, one for when Abbott loses, one for when Labor wins. And uh, then he wrote down the bottom, he said, I don't even drink. <laughs> just have around the house. Just throw just around. smash them in order. He's going to bathe in it, absorb it through the skin. Okay, uh, final thing I want to ask then is what are, the, what are the things that you've observed about this campaign that have stood out? What's, what, is there anything strange, anything unusual, or anything intensely boring that you want to reflect on the first thing i want to say yeah and i don't know if this is unusual or not is is dump watch how have we lost an intensely huge yeah. number of people due to being racists online and and also not checking and their citizenship things. and i think we actually might be, there might be another one about to go wasn't there i thought there was oh, the libs have had one and they've just kind of i think they'll on the be very, oh, greenway greenway yeah. and i think they'll be very we did mention him the other yeah, day we yeah. mentioned him greenway. on tuesday um and he hasn't gone yet and i think now that the oxygen's all been taken out of it he'll probably sit there but I don't, yeah. So Hawkey helped him, you reckon? Well, just nobody. Like, the libs have just stuck in. It's it's a bit like they did on Section Forty Four. It's like, well, we've lost enough. We're not going to play this game anymore. Move on. <laughs> and yet, and yet they're not not checking sufficiently of uh, Section Forty Four still. It's hard. I, well, what what like what would have flagged it for them to think about it? Oh, like, but if you looked at the forms, 
the forms. Are they very hard to fill? I have actually. Yeah, uh, and they're not exceptionally hard to fill out. But I, I, I was looking at one. I was looking through the Fraser Anning candidates, and I sent one to to Rod and said, "Am I misreading this? Because on one page he no. said yes, yeah. and on the other page he said no, and yet not provide any further information, and it's just sailed through." And Rod went, "No, that is actually incorrect." <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, that that's interesting." And if I can spot it on a form, that's saying something because I don't you're see not good form. at forms. I just don't see them. It's just a blur. You've got form blindness. I really yeah, do. Yeah. Will, however, is Will a fetishist. No, only for my own form. That's what I mean. <laughs> I don't like them. No. Like <laughs> no, you love Will's forms. You love them. Nah. They're beautiful. Forms make me anxious. I break out in hives. He puts emoji on them. Look at you. You've gone like, like this just I, at the I, mention I of like, them. I don't like the lack of ambiguity. Like the, the ambiguity that is... It is true. You're unable to cope with. Yeah, yeah you can't have wiggle room. They're, they're so yeah, specific, yeah, no, yeah, and yet it's impossible to work out what the correct answer is. Yeah. Like, how is that? How and is you know where it yeah. says yeah. that yeah. you can put your surname and your, and your Christian name? I always do it wrong. Just the very first thing I do on the form is put my name <laughs> in the wrong. Natural. I always sign where the address is. I put my signature on the address, and then I think, fuck it. I don't have I've another one. I've ruined everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got, I've got, I've got British citizenship, and I had a British passport, and I, and I was filling out the form to try and get it again, uh, get the passport again, just because it, it finished, and uh, I got no to a question and I couldn't answer it, and it was, it was like three <laughs> options, and and one was now now you force the UK out of EU, so I, I don't know, <laughs> and I was like. I can't fill this out. I don't know what the right answer is. So I, I gave I, up 10 years No ago. citizenship for you. Yeah. You might not remember this. I certainly remember that this great message that you sent me, something about um, when your first child was born and you said there's two of us in this room who have PhDs and we can't fill out the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was too hard. It's too hard. <laughs> in fairness, not PhDs in, in getting child subsidies. No, actually, that's you know. true. And look, this is great, but I think the form podcast is going to come after yeah, the election. Sorry. Just, yeah, just stay tuned, though. Really. Okay, so we have lost a lot of people. I think I think a confluence of obviously Section Forty Four and also people being racist online five years ago, or sexist online, or, or three or months terrible. ago, or two or, months ago, or, yeah, yeah. or yesterday. They, there actually were uh, quite a few who are still there. You're leaving out the homophobes, man. To be fair, yeah, yeah. to yeah. be fair, True, there were some of those Victoria as well. Was yeah. Horrendous. Oh. And the one who said oh, that uh, yeah. you know more people should have flooded into Tim Wilson's seat, Goldstein. Yes. Because then they could have stopped this notorious homosexual from being elected oh, to parliament. Yeah. I mean, this Wild. was a sitting. Yeah. Can- this was a candidate. This was guy he wanted seat. to. He yeah. w- would have been his colleague. Yeah. Um, look, so I think they're, they're good observations. The thing I'd say about it is that it's extraordinary uh, the way the Liberal Party has dragged itself into at least some sort of competitive position. And yep. who knows? Yep. I mean, yep. we're sitting here a day before the election. We don't know. They may win. August uh, last year, when uh, um, Turnbull was deposed, no one would have said, yep, yeah, yep, absolutely. they'll get back and into they were it. 47, 50, you know, 53, no. um, uh, not so long ago, um, yeah. and, uh, and fairly consistently. And it's all been built around Scott Morrison. Yeah. And I would have said, on paper, Morrison didn't have that kind of uh, potential, but he has performed within the context of the campaign, which has been built almost entirely Highly around, around him. him yeah. Yeah. He has performed uh, in a manner that, and he's just hammered away, sort of creating doubt, creating fear about Labor, raising the question about, you know, sort of probing why it's shortened. And if it works, it says some pretty, just like if any people elect Palmer candidates, it says some pretty dark things about our, our, our electorate. I was going to say, that this, the saddest thing for me has been, I mean, I always knew I lived in a bubble. I always knew I wasn't representative of a standard person in the community. Blah, blah, blah. No, don't say that about yourself. I've come to terms with it. But them getting this close and maybe winning, make I didn't realise how 
thick the walls of this bubble with some damn good soap. I, I can't believe that it's come to this, honestly. Well, in some ways, it's not surprising. I mean, Labor's target is huge. And they're not just mm. yeah. sort of um, yeah. saying like, oh, you know, we want to spend more on health and hospitals. Like they're, they're saying like, yeah, we're going to take away um, tax breaks yep. that you have enjoyed yeah. for decades. Yeah. We are going to reshape the economy and redistribute. So in some ways, it's not surprising that um, Scott Morrison, who I think has performed extraordinarily well, and all credit to him, it's not surprising that they've been able to put some dints in the Labor bus, mm. as mm. it were. That's someone, Jesus. someone actually said to me from inside the Labor Party that uh, we've got an unpopular leader and an adventurous program, and that's a very difficult combination to be... Yeah, uh, yeah. To try and sell them, yeah. 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 Well, they're, they're, they're going... They're going to go down with some principles, though. They go down. I tell that's you what, what, what worries me about that. There will never the case, be another. It, it's twenty six years. It's over a quarter of a century exactly. since nineteen ninety three when someone tried to tried actually to have do an it adventurous again. program. It'll mm. be fifty years before anyone mm. tries it again. Is that yeah. really what we want? Tweedledum no. and Tweedledee? No, no, no exactly. Yeah. I, I got a message. Not here in the bubble, anyway. No, no. Got a message from a mate saying, "What out of curiosity would have been the coalition's approach to this campaign if the leader of the opposition's first name wasn't also a word you used for a piece of paper?" Telling you how much you owe, <laughs> so like the bill you can't really? afford, oh. like what is, that's their whole slogan, you know, kind of that's that's it, that's their message, and you, and I thought, oh yeah, you imagine if it was Penny I Wong. Don't, I don't actually think the advertiser. I mean, because you've talked about the, the other things, afford? I don't think that you know the um, the advertising has been particularly good this time. No, I don't, on both sides, both sides, yeah. I just don't, I just don't think it's been. Palmer's has been. Exceptional. Very yellow. <laughs> Apart from Palmas. Um, that's all there is with Palmer. Just advertising. That's advertising. all there is. Yeah. And, and well, yeah. just colour. It's just yeah. it's just it's just the yellow. Like the you're not yellow. anything else. And I, he'd love if he could get that yellow colour onto the ballot paper, you know, oh, sort of absolutely. change the names, put it yellow. Should be yellow. Yeah. It's like there was a video the other day going around. This is, this is my opinion of Instagram. And it was a chimpanzee successfully using Instagram, yeah, you know, swiping that. through and choosing yep. things like that. And I feel like that pitch of just yellow, Clive Palmer's sort of advertising. I think he because they like bananas. Yeah, I don't think chimps <laughs> don't can know. vote, man. I think the other thing that'll come it out helps with the section forty four thing. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's it's yellow. It's yellow candidate A, yellow candidate B. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just do it. The other Just thing that will happen, I think, after this election in terms of um, – and, and I, I hope Labor get in it so that we don't end up with 50 years of vac you know vacuous stuff going forward, but how um, the parties will try to manage the pre-poll voting and postal voting given that uh, as of late yesterday, almost 25% of eligible voters had voted. Yeah, yeah that's and interesting. that's going to make a big change to how they sort of structure, either structure campaigns or try and compress the time or they've got to do something about the timing of well, Hopefully the parties things. aren't going to shut this down because this is yeah. people voting with their feet. This is people saying, yeah. I don't want to have all this crap you know, go. billowing at me the whole yeah. time. The whole I time. Want to, and I want to hear enough of it. I want to go and vote. And then I can turn it off. Yeah, and I think that yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, and, and la this in 2016, by this stage, there was only two and a half million people that had done that. And now we're what up we, to yeah, what are we at? four. Yeah, I think four. we could be four it's and a half It's about a quarter. It'll be yeah. four and a half wow. million by the end of today because there was, far, there was half a million yesterday. Yeah, so and they say the last two days are the biggest days Amazing. for yeah. this. So, yeah. I, I don't actually think this is um, as big a problem as, as the parties say it is. It's very because they can't control it's it. It's very self-serving of the parties to complain yeah. about mm. early voting because, I mean, and there is a burden and I think there is a case for small parties like being able to find volunteers to man polling booths. But the fact that they have to now release policies earlier and their costings mm. earlier, it's actually better for us. Because mm. if you recall, before this election, 
They would they would be announcing them today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? More time for us to digest these things. Yeah. But I think, as many people have said, you know, ethically, if we're going to force people to vote here in Australia, which I support, then then we should make it yeah. as yeah. easy as, easy as, as possible, possible to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, if you've got like some dead cat to throw into the ring at some point, as we saw with happened with Michael Daly and yeah, the big South Wales yeah. state poll, right? Then if you know that half, the, I'm thinking about if you're like in that case, the Liberal strategist had that video that they were going to drop. They knew it was going to a lot of damage to the Labor opposition leader, and they waited till the last week. Now, it worked a treat as far as a political a tactic goes. Yep. But we'd, we, these things aren't for them. They're for us, yeah. our election. And if they're going to reveal something like that, then we, we, we should keep them guessing. They, and, and we keep them guessing by saying, well, by that time, a third of the electorate could have voted. So, you know, you're missing all those people. I want to throw one thing that I've observed about this campaign, um, and this fits in with the if you know Labor has run with policy, and if and if we don't um, get them in, then then it shows fifty years of no policy. Is that six weeks ago we would have said this is going to be the climate change election, our climate change election. We've had them before, um, and that climate change was the dominant issue, and yet. Well, there hasn't been that much discussion of climate change in this election at all. And I, I believe some people, uh, lots of people are definitely voting on this, but, yeah. it, but you know, that closeness doesn't reflect that. But that's because, I, I think that's because the two, the Labor and Liberal, they didn't see it as the climate change election. Uh, yeah, so I'm they sure, didn't have I'm material sure. for it I, and I they saw weren't this tweet, ready for it. I saw this, it was a, um, you know, like a little Vox Pop from some newspaper and it was a young guy um, saying, just three quick questions, what do you... Um, What's the number one issue that you're, you're uh, that you care about that you're yeah. voting at? And he said climate change. And then uh, who's your preferred prime minister? Scott Morrison, Morrison for yeah. something for something right. dumb. And then who are you probably voting for? It was the um, Liberal Democrats. So yeah, you know, but wasn't he, that yeah. at Fashion Week? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. I think he was 19, so apparently it, it doesn't and matter. It wasn't he was he was yeah. a student and Deeply model. But, <laughs> but it does say something about this campaign, right? Like it, it really is um, separating out generations. Um, you know, very old voters who who are upset about the changes to their tax treatment, much younger voters who uh, might be more interested in in um, in, in climate change. <coughs> but really, the election will be won by the proportion of thirty to forty five year olds who yeah. vote for who, one who of vote? these two yeah. parties. Yeah. And, and, and I would just say that I agree with that. And I would just say that as far as that climate change point goes, I think Labor erred here because Labor does have a better climate change policy than the coalition. Mm. Most voters know that. Most voters want action on climate change. An overwhelming majority do. But Shorten allowed himself to get pushed onto the back foot very mm. early. Yep. He had some testy exchanges with journos out on the road about what the costs were of his package, what yep. the implications yep. were for the economy. They needed a better story to tell yeah. on that. Same. And they, they and that's why I think it's not become the issue because I think it yeah. sort of – what was meant to be a net positive for, for Labor going into the election – fairly quickly turned into something about which they were a bit defensive and they stopped talking about it. It seems to me part of that is that magic word cost too, like fighting it on the idea of it a cost rather than investment, you know, yeah, something yeah. we but must That's do. what I mean. They uh, needed none that of that rhetoric or none of that rhetoric, there. yeah, didn't but, cut but through. No, but it took short, shortened ages to find the line, but what does it cost for us not to do it? It yeah. took yeah. ages for that line. I don't yeah. know how that was hard to find. Surely he has at least a PR person or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like the dumb debate about electric vehicles. I mean, I'll be oh, very Jesus surprised Christ. if by 2030 we, do, we don't have 50% of vehicle Absolutely. sales being yep. electric. Yep. I'd be very surprised that that isn't the case. And yep. yet Labor got pushed onto the back foot over yeah. it. The government absolutely 
was in the, the sort of the intellectual. The last time we saw McKay, that cash. thing was embarrassing for everyone. I think I have a Ute, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> but you don't have a weekend anymore. Never did. I'm an academic. <laughs> what is this weekend you're talking about? All right. I think at this point we should say thank you so much for um, to Mark and Maria for joining us from Democracy Sausage. If if this is in your feed, thank you for listening to us. And also, if this is in our feed, go and listen to them. I'm sure they'll be back afterwards. Uh, is this thank the you. Yeah, this is the source. Thank you so much uh, for joining us throughout this campaign, listener. It's been awesome having this with you. Now we're going to do a live event during the <laughs> during the night. Well, we think we are. Well, yeah. we think we are. Will thinks we are. It's yeah. in my lounge room. We'll be. Talking if you're about listening it. to this on Sunday, don't forget to go back in time and maybe listen to us live. Possibly. I've been Will Grant. I've been CJ Josh. At Roddle in the corner. I've thank been you, Maria. Maria. Thank I've you, Mark. Been Mark Kenny. The Australian people.